morning church this morning it's so good to be joining with you in the house of God and on this very sacred day on the Christian calendar which is Good Friday I'm just going to pray before we move on why don't we just raise our hands in expectation to the Lord this morning preparing our spirits for a download of the things of the spirit today so dear Heavenly Father we just raise our hands to heaven this morning in expectation Lord, we just want to let you know we love you. We want to hear your voice today. And Lord, we're here gathered because we want to honour the name of Jesus. We want to honour the cross and say we are so incredibly grateful for what you've done. And we just pray that in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Why don't you take your seats? just want to give a special welcome if you're visiting with us this morning. We're so glad that you taking the time to be in church today and we want to honour and thank you for being here this morning. Also if you're watching online or listening to the podcast, I want to say it's fantastic to have you tuned in to us again today and pray that the message and the service may really uh, impact your life today. So I want to start with a principle this morning as we uh, consider this Easter season. The, the principle that underpins the purpose of Jesus' life and his death and his resurrection. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, turn to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. We should have the scriptures on the screens here. It says, In fact, according to the law of Moses, nearly everything was purified with blood. For without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. So there's the, the, the um, under, underlying principle of why Jesus died. Our theme this Easter is the great exchange. And today is the first installment of that message. I'm going to complete the message on Sunday morning, on Resurrection Sunday. So right from the start, I want to bring together, I want to bring together the truth that Jesus exchanged Something He exchanged our sin by His blood when He died upon the cross. So I want to start that concept in your mind right now about the great exchange. In the book of Luke, chapter 19, verse 45 to 46, I'm not going to read out the whole scripture, but Jesus entered the temple and He saw um, money changers and corrupt men selling animals for sacrifices. Um, and Jesus, in a moment of impassioned zeal, drove out the merchants from the temple. Uh, it says that in, in some versions of, the, of this story, it says that he made a whip and he drove out the, the merchants and the, the sellers of animals. But what Jesus saw at that moment within the temple was an ungodly, an unholy exploitation of the temple. There, there had evolved uh, a business of supplying animals for sacrifice and there had become a currency and traders charging excessive fees and the priests would take those animals purchased from the temple traders and sacrifice them for the people. So they were fulfilling this, the the, the the requirements of the law of Moses, the, these 
Israelites and Jews in Jerusalem at the time. They They were required to do that by the law of Moses. But it was being exploited by profiteering sharks. Those who had no no desire to please God, their own their own uh, desire for wealth and for for gathering money was their their only their only thought. So what Jesus saw was a corrupt exchange going on in the temple of those who would take advantage of good-hearted people who wanted to please God, who wanted to go and make sacrifices and worship, but unfortunately. They were exploited. And that's what Jesus was coming against. But exchange that I want us to consider today is about changing ownership. When we exchange things, it's exchanging ownership, changing possession of something for an agreed value. That's what an exchange is all about. And in the temple, what Jesus saw was people were exchanging lots of money for a, a sacrifice and he was he, he it made him angry it made him want to do something about it but when things change hands you you pay a high price for it you pay a high price for things if it's valuable you'll pay you'll pay a lot if it's not valuable you you don't pay much sometimes you get some things for free or, or little value who loves the free i love a bargain but Sometimes there, there are unexpected bargains that we get in life. You might see something and you think, well, I'm not sure of the real value. You know, the garage sale theme here is where you find something and you, you get it for a, a bargain price. Later to find out that it's, it's something really valuable. I always dream of finding something at a garage sale and finding out it was worth a fortune. Like maybe... Elvis's hat or something like that one day you'll find something that belonged to me and go that's worth a fortune but I want to bring a theme here when God picks you up and looks at your life he sees the incredible the amazing the precious value in you and unfortunately we don't see that in ourselves and very often we don't see that in others because we have an art of devaluing and sometimes we've got that that art so well refined in our life that we take away all the value that Jesus sees. I want to encourage you today and I want you to look to Jesus in a more pure way and start to realize that Jesus sees you and sees incredible wealth and value in you. So the great exchange summed up in one sentence, Jesus paid a high price not to purchase your sin but to purchase your life he wasn't purchasing your sin and saying hey he he got all that he also got your life 1st Peter 2 verse 24 says he personally carried our sin in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right by the wounds, by his wounds, you are healed. What an exchange. What a great example of that exchange we have from heaven. God wasn't being reckless to purchase all our wrongs. Jesus wasn't looking out for our sinfulness. He was looking at our value of what he put in us 
and was putting those things back as valuable again. So we should never look at others or look at ourselves and say, well, I'm not worth very much. You're worth as much as Jesus' life to purchase your life. And he did that by dealing with our sin and taking that away. A better description is putting the real value back into humanity by taking away the sin that has devalued everyone. And I want you as a church to begin to start seeing others in the value that Jesus sees. Start speaking that value into others. Because sometimes we, we know enough about our own, our, our own weaknesses, our own failings. And, and we're very expert sometimes at pointing them out in others. But let's start pointing out the value of Jesus on everybody else. Saying that's a, a child of God. That person's been bought with Jesus' blood. That person has value to God and therefore has value to me. It's a, it's a big challenge. Because we are so conditioned, maybe through a lifetime of not doing that, to, to try and change that. It starts with our, with our wife and our children and our families and our brothers and sisters and all those around us. And it can be a challenge, but God wants us to, I guess, have a, an exchange of thought in our lives. See, the true cost of salvation, and you would have heard this and it, and it, it has a biblical foundation but people will quote that salvation is free and the apostle Paul describes three times at least that salvation is the free gift of God Roman, it's found in Romans 14 uh, chapter 5 chapter 6 references of Paul speaking about the freedom of salvation but Jesus has carried every disciple through the valley to the cross. I want you to catch something this morning. The great exchange, Jesus has covered sin, covered our sin, covered your sin at the cost of his reputation and life. Matthew 27 verses uh, 2 to 31. I want to show you the things that cost Jesus. So when we think, well, this message of of salvation, this message of Jesus being right with God, it's a free gift to us, cost us nothing. We don't have to work for it. That's a big misconception. People think, well, if I'm going to please God, then I have to, I have to do all these things. But you don't have to. And what we need to understand and get the exchange working in our mind is Jesus paid the penalty. Jesus carried the cross, and He carried your cross. That's the, where we get the freedom, but it costs Jesus. So verse 2, uh, where are we looking? Matthew chapter 27, start at verse 2. He was bound, so we are unbound. Verses 13 and 14, he was falsely accused, but we are guilty. We are, we are accused because of the things that we are, we are and have done wrong. Verse 26, he was whipped. But he had done no crime. He was stripped and he was naked. He was laid bare before, before everyone. Totally vulnerable. A crown of thorn, thorns was pushed onto his head. As a, I guess, a, a mockery of his kingship. He was spat on. Uh, he was hit on the head 
He was mocked and humiliated, slapped across the face. Verse 35, it goes on and says, they nailed him to a wooden cross. It was a torturous death. And Jesus died upon that cross. The great exchange and the true cost of discipleship was paid by Jesus as he carried our sin through the valley of death and buried those things forever when he went to the grave. That's a great exchange. And Jesus did it for you. So the great exchange gives you the win to enter heavenly places. Hebrews 10 verses 19 and 20 tells us this. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new life, a new life-giving way through the, the curtain into the most holy place. To understand what that's talking about, as we go back to um, Luke chapter 23, verse 45, it says, when Jesus breathed his last and he said, it is finished, the, the, the curtain into the most holy place in the temple of Jerusalem, it says it was, it was torn from top to bottom. It was, it was rent in two. And, and that means that there is now no separation from the presence of God and mankind. The old, the old covenant was finished. It was over. The covenant of sacrificing animals and the blood of, of uh, animals was no longer required because Jesus had covered the cost with his own blood. Jesus is the initiator of the great exchange, the greatest exchange that there ever has or will be. See, his holy, perfect, sinless life was given in exchange for our broken, sinful and imperfect lives. So Good Friday, we are reminded of that exchange that delivered us our highest value, that saw in us the value that others may not see, the value that maybe we don't even see of ourselves. And a great way to incorporate this exchange in our lives is to begin speaking differently. Have an exchange in your own life of how you speak about yourself. Speak words of life. Speak words of confidence. Speak words of boldness. It's not, it's not positive thinking. It's sowing things spiritually into our future and into our every day by speaking words of life, not words of death. So you should have received a, a little pack on your way in, a communion pack. We're going to share communion together as a way of declaring that we believe that Jesus paid a great price, that Jesus made the exchange for my life so that I may live, he gave up his life, so I may live eternally in heaven with Jesus. So if you're not familiar with these packs, there's, there's two films, one light, uh, clear film on the top that will um, expose the, the, the little wafer in there. You can take that wafer out and then there's another layer underneath that that uh, will open the container so you can get to the juice at the bottom when we take communion together as a church Jesus said do this in remembrance of me whenever you come together whenever you meet 
It's a declaration of our faith in the great exchange. The wafer is Jesus' body sacrificed for you. And the juice is his blood shed to forgive our sins. And as we know, there's healing at the cross. For every sickness, disease, emotional problem, whatever else that may you know, attack our mind, we can find healing and restoration when we believe the power of the cross. In the book of 1 John, chapter 3, verse 16, there's a great, great description here. It says, We know that we know what true love, what real love is, sorry. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. So we know Jesus' love and Jesus wants us to show his love. This is dying to ourselves in action. It's taking the great exchange that benefits us and shares that with another. That's the whole gospel boiled down into one little sentence. The great exchange. No, it, it doesn't just apply to, to me or to you as individuals. It applies to each other and how we relate and how we live our lives in connection with others. I just want to ask that we eat together giving thanks for the broken blood of Jesus. Let's see. Let us drink in remembrance of Jesus' shed blood. We're just going to turn to the screens right now. We have a song that I think if you I want you to listen to the words and look at the words and let the, the power of those words minister to you this morning because it really encapsulates the great exchange for us today. Have a great Easter and pray that the Lord really uh, does something special in your heart over this season. Amen.